Hey, listeners, it's Maylee Thomas with Texas Homegrown Music, and I've got another show for you today with George Casillas, who's the lead singer and um, lead uh, accordionist, I guess is what we're going to call him, of the Squeeze Box Bandits. And these guys, they've really got something going on, a really unique sound, and I'm real excited about introducing you to them. So let's just really get to it as soon as we can. Before we do, I'm going to sing a song called More Than Enough, and we'll be back with George Casillas at Squeeze Box Bandits.
Um, well, we're interviewing actually the lead singer for um, Squeezebox Bandits, and um, and I am really thrilled to get to know who you are, Abel. I, I met you at the TMR promotion that we did um, the other day at uh, the Impact, because we've got this uh, TMR 25 coming up, which we definitely want to talk about, because that's going to be an exciting time here in McKinney. But welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be on the show. Absolutely. Um, did, did a little bit of research and um, man, you guys, well, first of all, you really do um, play a lot of gigs and I'm, I, I know what it's like to be out on the road and do that kind of thing, man. I, you must have a dear sweet wife that loves you and supports you completely. <laughs> yes. I'm fortunate. Uh, my wife, uh, Cassie, uh, she definitely does support what I do and she's been, you know, supported me since we've had the band and, you know, she's seen a lot of cool things have unwind over the years. And, um, it's at the point now where we're hopefully going to get to that next level pretty soon. So that's always fun. And, um, we, uh, we don't go on the road too much, but when we do, she's definitely supportive of that. Well, you guys are based out of Fort Worth, Texas. Yes, correct? that's correct. And, um, and, and you do, you actually play quite a few gigs now that things are opening up. Doesn't it feel good to be a back where you can actually see your audience? And, and of course, um, you know, now that the, the ban has been lifted on, um, on, on having to wear masks, it's, it's really nice to see people's faces again. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, I know, um, you know, things are opening up. Um, we took, I guess, a couple of months off and I think we, we were, doing some small shows we kind of started back last may and then kind of the months went on and things kind of opened up little little by little and uh, we were fortunate enough to be one of the bands that was still playing a lot but there were a lot of smaller things but like you'd mentioned yeah it's good to um to have things open back up more to where we can actually get out into a bigger crowd and play to a bigger audience because you know um don't get me wrong it's it was always a great time playing a small little restaurant or just something just to get out and make some money and, and do what we love. But now you're right. It's, um, we got a big concert coming up and we're glad to be a part of it. The TMR. And like I said, the 25th one. And, um, I'm glad that, um, they put us on, we're going to be on July, June the 5th. Um, I think roughly around three or four o'clock hours. So we'll be on the state fair stage. So we're, we're real happy about that. Well, we are too. And I'm, you know, you, uh, being that this is my hometown, McKinney, Texas, and my husband and, and I, uh, he just won a second term of mayor and we're so music oriented. Um, obviously, you know, if you know anything about us, we've been playing music together for going on 30 years. Now. Oh, wow. And to have this event be moved to McKinney and right in our beautiful downtown square area and we're, we're going to have, you know, so many different stages around and so many different great musicians, a lot of Texas musicians, which obviously I have a real heart for being that the show is Texas homegrown music. I'm just thrilled to see all these musicians come in. And I hope that, and, you know, some of these venues will continue to have them back. I know they will once they hear all, all these musicians, but just to have, have um, you guys be a part of it is just fantastic. And what a talent you are. I'm not knowing anything about you. I want you to give me a, you know, a pitch on who you are and, and your band. But 
I, I have to think that you you didn't just happen upon the accordion. You must have been around a music oriented family or something to pick up the accordion. Tell me tell me about how how that happened, Abel. Um, well, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll give you the the shorter, long short version. <laughs> um, I've been playing the accordion. Okay. Um, yes, you're right. I've been playing it for some time. Um, going on 24 years. Uh, I've been playing the accordion. Wow. Yes. Um, my great grandfather uh, was an accordionist and he was from the valley in uh, South Texas. Uh, this is what I've been told by my mom and my grandma when she was alive. She would always tell me, like, you know, her father would sit around the porch. Um, they'd work, uh, they'd work in the fields and they'd come back and he'd grab his accordion and they'd have a, an accompanied guitarist and they would play uh, till the wee of the night, you know. And I just remember this, hearing the stories that she would tell me. Um, I, I guess what really got me onto the accordion was some of those stories. Then not only that, whenever um, I was in, I guess, my, you know, 14, 15 years old, we would go to uh, some of the dances they would have locally. Friends would invite us over and they would have uh, the Hano bands, uh, like rural North Northeno, more traditional style than what we do. But that's kind of how I got. Right. That's kind of how I got my start. I, I, you know, I like to go and dance and have a good time. And I realized um, that you see an accordion player, and uh, and I, I really thought I really want to get an accordion. And you know, at the time, um, they're pretty expensive for me. Being in the ninth grade in high school, you you know, you, I didn't have the money to come up with it. But I worked for it. You know, I worked uh, on the weekends and cutting yards, and I figured my way. My father, he helped me out. Uh, with the difference so we got me one and I started getting lessons and I just started playing and I started playing um, professionally at the age of 16 um, with, with, with Tejano bands you know I wasn't I wasn't the singer back then I I've always sang but I wasn't the singer not till about about four or five years ago I started kind of getting polished some and uh, and kind of went from there what um you know I, I know this. I know that whenever I hear that kind of music, it kind of just puts me in a different kind of vibe. It p- takes me back to an era of of knowing that, like you said, what a great way to spend the evening when you've been out on the field working so hard all day long. And then you come in with your family and you sit around and you're able to take songs that you've heard and make them your own on an instrument that really sets it apart. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, like I I say that I've been playing, you know, Tejano uh, for some time, I guess till about 2012. That's when I kind of stopped playing that style, but incorporated that with uh, another style of uh, music I grew up with. You know, my father, he was really big into all the old country, some of the 80s and country, 70s, 80s, and even the older stuff. You know, I, I heard a lot of um, Hank Williams Jr., uh, Sr., uh, uh, George Jones, um, Ernest Tubb, um, then you, the nineties, like Ronnie Millsap, eighties, nineties, and, uh, Dwight Yoakam, just a lot of the stuff that I've heard as growing up. And, um, some of the stuff that I, I learned to love, um, Gahana wise, I just kind of just put it all together. Then I, I started listening to Zydeco music some, and I don't know, I just, 
That's what I was going to ask you about the Zydeco influence. Um, being being that I grew up in Texas and and uh, in Florida and spent some time in Louisiana, um, I got to I got to hear some really cool Zydeco music early on in my life. What would you say is the is the difference between the the two styles? Is there well, something specific? Is it, it uh, that's a that's a good question because um, basically the Tejano is. Uh, it's your traditional stuff that, you know, it don't really change much, but it does change. I guess if you're familiar with it, real familiar, you'll notice the change, but it does sound very similar. Um, as far as Zydeco, the Cajun style stuff, um, the Cajun style is more of a country. Uh, the Zydeco is more of a um, bluesy, some country, but really it's just, it's that, that beat, you know, you got that bass line, you got the accordion. It's just, it's just, Really, it's 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 different, but it all boils down to the accordion and how they implement that in their style of music. And for me, being an accordion right. player, um, it's just it's very inspiring because they are different, but they're the same. And the fact that they're what's true to the roots per se, like um, you know, the the Hano is the Hano, uh, the, the Zydeco Zydeco. You know, I just took a little bit from everything and just kind of developed my own style. And being that I'm from Texas, I love Texas country. Um, you know, I, I love the old country. I love honky tonk. It's just, it's just a way for me, uh, you know, personally to, to kind of, it's a melting pot. It's what I call um, my own melting pot. So as far as it's kind of like a gumbo, yeah, kind of like a gumbo. <laughs> you can't, you can't mess it up unless you you know, you just put too much of something in it, so you kind of make it your own. Well, so do you write? Yeah. Abel, do you guys write your own? Yes, um, um, we do write music. I write I write a lot of the music that we do. Uh, I Sometimes, like you say, you mentioned something about making it your own. Whenever you see us play live, you'll see that whenever we do a, a cover song, we'll make it our own, but it still st- it still stays that, that, that uh, of course, the melody and so forth. But as far as writing lyrics, I, I've written probably about 15, 20 songs here recently. And um, I got a couple on the first album, like you mentioned, or before the interview, you mentioned our second record that we put out. It's a bunch of uh, oldie but goodie covers that were covered by Texas artists. Um, Those are obviously not my lending that I wrote, but the arrangements are some of the stuff that we kind of worked out as a band and so forth. But um, yeah, we have a new album coming out and um, it's being put out by State Fair Records. And right now we're working that out and finishing that up. And um, I have about three or four on that one. Does that have a lot of original songs on yes, it? Yes, it's uh, going to be majority original. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it'll be at least 10 original songs. There's going to be 12 on the album. And uh, Matt Hillier of 1100 Springs, he is actually producing it. And we got a couple of songs. Yeah, I love Matt. That's fantastic. Yeah, Matt. Matt's a good friend of mine. And Matt is, uh, me and him are, we co-wrote a couple there and he wrote a couple on it. So um, if, if not originally by me, there'll be original songs by songwriters. Well, I, well, when we come back, I want to talk about some of those and, um, but we're going to play clear as day. Can you tell me a little bit about that song? And, yeah. and, um, and we're going to let people hear just exactly what you did. Right. Exactly. Um, clear as day. This is a song that I wrote probably around six years ago. Um, it's an original song. Um, the arrangement uh, I also did with the band and so forth. So uh, this is a title track of our very first album. So basically, it's just you know, good old country song. You know, just uh, 
you know, give me a beer and uh, I lost my girl. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, you'll hear it. It's, it's <laughs> well, there you go. That's, that's the countries you're going to get yeah, right there. Good one. Well, we're going to play Clear as Day. And I've been talking with, um, I've been talking with Abel Casillas of the Squeezebox Bandits. And he is the accordion player. When we come back, we'll talk about the other guys in the band and this new project that you have coming out. And certainly want to um, also mention TMR 20. Which you guys are going to be at on June the 5th, right? Yes, Here in McKinney, Texas. So when we come back, we'll talk some more with Squeezebox Bandits. But right now, we're going to play Clear as Day, which is a track off their first record that they released a few years back. So we'll be right back.
With uh, with Abel Casillas of Squeezebox Bandits and um, Abel, you're you're just one of those guys. And obviously, now that I know that you've been playing for so long, uh, that you, you know you've probably been thrown into a lot of situations where they just you know they just have you come up and 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 sit in and play because it's such an interesting sounding instrument. And um, and it really adds so much. It's kind of like when people have uh, play steel guitar. I mean, obviously. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of instruments out there, and everybody makes them sound like their own. But there's not a lot of bands out there with with a uh, accordion in it, um, and so it immediately sets you apart. Well, um, I'm 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 glad those are some kind of words. You know, you're right about an instrument. You know, you really make it your own. Um, in the big scheme of things, sometimes it for an accordion player, because me being um, one of the very few in, in, in this scene, um, you know, it's, it's hard to not compare the two. If, like, for instance, if there's a, a band that has an accordionist that, well, what do you, you know, it's, it, but it's different. It's just like, well, there's a band that has a guitar player. Um, everyone has a guitar, but it's different. You know, there, it's just one of those, you play with feeling. And that's one thing that I've learned over the course of the many years that I've played, you play with your heart and, not every time is going to be the same. That's what really separates a good musician from a musician. I, that, that's my personal um, opinion on that. But as far as being put in a setting, I've, I've been putting some pretty cool settings and jam with some some great some great talent. Um, I'm actually actually recorded. Well, I, I heard a cut that you yeah I just heard a cut the recently that we released with um, Tristan Merez. Is that how yeah you that's his right name? yeah Tristan Merez. Uh, um, he's based out of Nashville, but he's, uh, he's Texas. He's from, I think he's from, if not mistaken, he's from, uh, Houston. But yeah, actually, uh, recently I've, uh, recorded that, uh, that tune with him and, um, we'll be doing a show. We'll be opening up for Tristan, uh, sometime in August, if I'm not mistaken, August the 20th. Um, but you want to check our website for the exact date, but, uh, we'll be playing over in Irving and, um, you know, I know it's months away, but I'm excited about that one because, you know, it's kind of cool to be able to, to record with uh, someone that's up and coming as Tristan is and be a part of that. Well, I love I love how I mean, I, I figured you guys had played quite a bit together because I'm telling you, that song really comes across great. And I love the sound that you added to that song. It's called Texas Swing. And um, I think Tristan's uh, released it as a single. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's exciting you know, that, uh, that you got that call and, and we're able to play on that. And that's what I'm talking about with you having something that's such a, a unique sound. Um, there's probably a lot of artists out there that have the, you know, have the idea of, of having something really unique on a song and 
I don't, I don't know. I'm thinking I, I, as soon as I heard that song, I was like, man, I got to find something I can call Abel on and have him come play with me because I, I love it. I just think it's such a really unique, cool thing and a vibey, vibey thing. And, and, and I'm, I'm really excited about the future for you, Abel. I really am. I, and, and I know that you probably can feel it too. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot happening for you guys right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited, you know, and, and just like anything else, um, you don't want to get too ahead of yourself and reconsider yourself something that you want to be, you, you want, you can't make someone want, let's just say that I have goals. I have big dreams. And I think that, um, I've learned that if you want something, you got to really push hard for it. And I think that I've really been pushing hard for, for me and the guys. And, um, you just got to have patience too. Cause what, what, that's one thing that this pandemic has taught me is patience because, um, you know, our, our record should have already been out, but because of uh, the pandemic and this stuff, you know, life is just put it, it really put that uh, at a halt. But luckily now it's the ball is rolling and soon enough um, we'll be releasing our, our we're going to put a single out. And um, um, as soon as I do get that, I, I promise you, I'll, I'll send it your way. Yeah, please do. I'd love to play it. So um, since we're talking about the band, can you tell me about the other players? You've got, um, you know, you've got bass and guitar and drums and uh, introduce who those guys are, who those cats are that you're playing with. And, and, you know, the, the relationship that you have with them, how you, how you found them and all that. Okay. Well, um, I would um, like to talk a little bit about Mr. Oscar Dea. He plays the bass in the band, but he also does so much more than that. He, um, he also plays when we do a duo show, he'll play, um, he'll, he'll accompany me with his bajo quinto, uh, which is a 10 string guitar. And he does such a great job on that. Um, you know, he makes, he makes wow. it sound, he makes it sound. He actually was with me there. Um, when we were in, uh, at the, um, Oh, was he at the TMR? Yeah, if, you, if you can recall, he, he never okay. had the big old crowd. He was the guy next to me playing the, playing that. But uh, with that being said, um, you know he's 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 he brings a lot to the table, and I'm grateful for him in the band. Also grateful for uh, um, Mr. Uh, Jeff West. He plays the guitar, and he's been with the band for some time. Austin's been with the band for some time, and the the drummer's also been with the band, which is Matt Calderon. I think I've known Matt the longest. I've known Matt, um, I guess, since 2001. We played a we played in a band together, and he played uh, percussions, um, more of uh, you know, timbales and congas, kind of a Latin, more of a Latin flavor. Now he plays the drums, but uh, I've known him for some time. So we got a good relationship, I would say, all all of us, and uh, I think that's why we, you know, we've you, you see a lot of changes in bands and. Luckily, you know, right now we've we've got a, a pretty tight crew to where, you know, we're we're pretty stable with one another and, and you know, we, we do the shows and we have a good time. And so um you know, just because I know you guys are doing a lot of shows, are how how many of you are married and, and what's that like? Um, well, I'm married, uh the drummer's married and she's very supportive of what he does. Um and the guitar player is not, and the bass player is not. But, um, you know, that's kind of where we're at on that. 
So two and two. So you got two guys that can hang out looking for chicks, and the other two yeah, that you go home, home early yeah. and, and call their wife. Yeah, you got to go home. <laughs> or not, you're sleeping on the couch. <laughs> I, I always ask that. You know, like I said, I've been I've been playing in bands for decades, and um, I, I mention this all the time on the shows, and I say this because I want to remind all these women out there that date musicians or marry them that um, you knew what I was when you picked me up, kind of thing. And it's important that they support you yeah. because it's a passion that you have. And I'm, um, you know, I, I tell people people all the time that music isn't something that we do it's who we are it's yeah. what we were created to do when you when you're doing it like this yeah um it's funny you mentioned that my wife i met my wife it was a technicality but i just showed up uh with a friend at a friend's birthday party at a restaurant and there was a band and she was there with them and i had an accordion and i just took it because my buddy that invited me said hey man i'm gonna goes to check out this, this friend of mine's having a birthday party. So I just took it, played. And, you know, after that, we, we started dating maybe a few weeks after that or so. I can't remember, but it, it was so blown away that you were playing the accordion. Yeah. I, that I, way, I guess that, that's know, what drilled her in. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. It, well, no, that, and it, and she's seen me start out like that. And now, you know, she's, you know, I do this for a living, so I, I can't complain. I mean, we, we the bills are paid, food's on the table. I, I don't know what more you ask for. Well, you know, I, I, and I'm glad that we circled back around that for a second, because what I want to say is when you were saying you have these big dreams and big goals, and, and I think it's wonderful and beautiful that, you know, you do have, you know, you strive for it. But here's the thing, Abel, you've already made um, made it um, because you, you know that there's, Lots and there's scores of people out there that would love to be able to play music and get paid for it. Yeah. And um, and the fact that you're doing that, you've already arrived. Um, you know, there, there there's something to be said for the fact that you're doing this and uh, something that you love so much and you're getting paid to do it in a way that you're actually able to put food on the table and pay your bills. So you have arrived. And certainly we know I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be silly and say that there aren't levels of success that people can strive for, but you're already a success in my book well, thank you. And, um, and you should be in your own as well. All right. I, I feel I'm grateful that um, I'm able to, to um, play, uh, do what I love to do and, you know, um, you're right. And I, I, I talk, I, we talk about that sometimes, uh, me and Austin and some of the guys, other guys in the band, like, you know, um, we have, we have pretty much, we've, re we've reached a certain point already and I'm grateful for that. And, you know, if, if I, I guess I'm not insatiable, but I'm, I, I just, I feel like there's a little more, there's a little more drive left in me. And uh, I want to see it out a little further. Sure. Sure. No, no doubt about it. Well, we're going to play another song um, here called Just a Drink Away. You want to give us a little bit of uh, info on that? And then, I mean, it's it's definitely got another one of those serious country kind of twists and turns to the to the lyric. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, I heard this song um Oh, I remember hearing a few of his songs and stuff as as a, as a young boy, but um, I saw I forget who I saw perform this live. Uh, I think it was Charlie Crockett. Yeah, it was Charlie Crockett. 
Matter of fact, I actually sat in the Charlie And Crockett. Charlie Crockett's going to be at TMR. Yeah. Matter of fact, I used to I used to help out Charlie. I used to play accordion in his band some, and I just thought about that. But um, I don't know. I was inspired from the original, of course, and then hearing him sing, and I, I said, man, I really like that song. It really kind of it uh, pulls that heart that heart um, string a little bit. So I'm like, uh, I was thinking, man, I I, I want to re-record that. So we I am I did a an arrangement here, and um, it's my own arrangement, and the guys put they helped put it together. So this one's a drink away. Done by the squeeze box. Well, it's a, it's one of those songs that Ernest Tubbs wrote, and a lot of people have covered it. But mm-hmm. I really dig your style on it, and I, I and definitely, like I said, it sets it sets everything apart when you've got the accordion on it. So um, we're going to play it right now, just to check away with the squeeze box bandits. And when we come back, we're going to talk about um, some shows that you've got coming up, and um, and the exciting things that that you've got planned. So. Just a drink away with squeeze box bandits. I've been talking with Abel Casillas, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys live soon um, at TMR 25. But we'll be right back. See that girl at the bar? She just took my housing car. And the little ones that meant the world to me. She gets wilder day by day. She's just a drink away She's just a drink away From anyone but me So step up to the bar Makes no difference who you are You'll be welcome Just as long as she can see That she's tearing out my She's just a drink away from anyone but me
1982, 89, go! Mama's been crying in the kitchen. Daddy's done left in the truck. He's headed down to the ABC store to get a little George Jones up. Will it spend this way ever since I met him? Ain't nothing about the man I really know. Except that he was a guitar picker and he never really thought that I was. father by Waylon Payne, who uh, his dad was Jody Payne, the guitar player with Willie Nelson, his mom, Sammy Smith. You remember the song Help Me Make It Through the Night? Chris Christopherson, she made that so famous. So check him out. He's really talented. I'm going to have him on the show soon. So yeah, Waylon Payne. So we're back and talking with Squeezebox Bandits, who I got to meet um, for a promo for our TMR 25 coming up on June the 4th and 5th. And uh, and I'm so excited that you guys are going to be right here in our little, in our beautiful downtown McKinney for this festival. There's going to be 20 different venues playing, and I think it's 50 plus uh, bands and artists that are going to be playing for those two days on June 4th and June 5th and just so excited that they're celebrating their 25th anniversary show right here in our downtown area especially since um, my husband is the mayor and he's a musician and we are so about um, music 
that I, I, I just think this is a fantastic uh, fit for our city, and I'm really yeah, excited, I'm excited about it. So hopefully you'll bring your wife out. Yeah, hopefully. Um, because it's, it's such a great downtown area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really nice going down there the, that time, the, the, a couple of weeks ago, uh, like you mentioned. It was real nice. And um, I, I, I started thinking I don't get out to McKinney as much as I, as much as I would like to. Well, I love it, and I I love your vibe, and I'm so glad that I got to meet you, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys play, and uh, and I know that um, it, it's inspiring for other people to hear. If you're out there thinking, I, 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 I kind of like the accordion, but I'm just not sure, do it. Because it's a really cool instrument, and I, I I just think it's it's wonderful that you've continued that tradition, especially knowing the history behind it and knowing that you had grandparents that played, and it it, it must be beautiful. And I, I hope that some of your family um, got to see this and gets to experience this success that you're that you're experiencing right now, Abel. I think it's a wonderful thing. Well. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm also glad that I have a supportive family. Um, you know, they come and see me and friends. Uh, I've had, I have some friends that, that I've known for years that have come, but it's, 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 that is overwhelming. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful for that and, um, love to make some new friends. So if you, you know, as you stated, anyone watching the show, if they want to come hang out with the squeeze box bandits, please do so. Cause, uh, we keep it fun and we'll keep you entertained. That's awesome. So Squeezebox Bandits, look for them on, um, you know, on all the platforms. I've already checked it out. You guys are, are everywhere. And check out their uh, website and check out their Facebook and go see a show because they're fun to watch. They really are. And I love watching the accordion player play. I really do. And especially the way you do it, dude. I appreciate You're it. just a lot of fun. So here we go with the Latin Smoke. And um, I'll be back to close the show in a minute. Thank you so much. Um, for being here, Abel. I really appreciate it. We'll be right back.
Well, I sure hope you guys enjoyed getting to know um, the the Squeezebox Bandits and check them out. They're very entertaining. They've got a lot of shows around the Dallas Fort Worth area, but they're also going to be touring all across the state and uh, they'll be at TMR 25 on Saturday, June the 5th. So you guys check it out. Squeezebox Bandits. And uh, I'm going to close the show today with Sammy Smith singing, help me make it through the night. I uh, I was listening to that the other day. I'm such a Chris Christopherson fan and, and uh, I, I love his songwriting and his singing. But I'll tell you, she's the one that put this song on the map, I believe. And it's a beautiful rendition. So I'm going to let you guys go with that. Peace out, everybody. Remember to love life. You get out of it what you put into it. We'll see you next time on Texas Homegrown Music with Maylee Thomas. Takes a ribbon from my hair